Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. I'm your host, Melinda, joined by my co-host, Carmel. What is up? And today in studio, we have my wonderful husband who's joining us for the conversation yeah. today. Thanks John for that Bolt. wonderful call out. We, we've done this intro probably like 80 times at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Technical issues, but it's okay. That's what happens when you're trying to do a podcast. They okay. wouldn't have known if you didn't call it out. It's okay. I gotta be honest and vulnerable. Yeah, this, this is the thing real. I'm trying now. Yeah. Uh, speaking her truth. <laughs> being yeah, humble. Speaking my truth. I'm speaking my truth. Uh, how, how were your weekends? Weekends. Weekend, yeah. 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 How was your weekend? Yeah. But when does the week start? We're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not having this conversation. We, John and I have this conversation all the time, and he's convinced that the week starts on Monday, and I said, no, honey, the week starts on Sunday. But Come it's on. a weekend. No, but. Well, here, okay. So, let's look at the two days, sun and mun, right? The day starts with the sun, so the week starts with the sun. But I don't. Right? <laughs> Sunday, that's the sun, and Come then out. the Monday What's is the Tuesday? moon. Tuesday? Uh, I have no idea. It's named after it doesn't nor- matter. It's, it's named after the nor- Yeah, who cares? Tuesday. It's the second day of the week. Tuesday. No. I, it's the the week starts on Sunday. Yeah, the Lord starts- rested on, on Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yes. Yes. That is the Sabbath. What did they, you Sabbath. you grew up in Catholic school? What did they teach you? They taught us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have sex. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Go to confession. Got that. Got that. Okay. But they didn't teach you which day the Lord rested on. They taught us about original sin. Mm. Okay, this okay. is getting deeper okay. than I want it to, and yep. it's not the conversation that we're here to have. But the week starts on Sunday. Anyway, so <laughs> um, I, I really want to have this conversation because I was this kind of sparked in my mind when John and I were watching recently Bill Burr's uh, Paper Tiger mm. and Dave Chappelle's um, Sticks and Stones on Netflix, which if you haven't seen either of them, watch both of them because Great. there's good material in yes. both. Yes, But... Um, Comedians, I've noticed, they they tend to poke fun at everybody, which I love because nobody is safe. It's comedy. It's comedy. Right. No I one mean, should be safe. Nobody should be safe. I mean, nowadays everybody's offended by everything, but that's also another podcast, another conversation. Mm-hmm. But what I notice is in a lot of comedy, they focus on stereotypes. Yeah. And I think the reason that we laugh at them is because there's truth behind stereotypes. 100%. And I want to talk about that because I think when you think of a stereotype, you think of the negative aspects of it. Because obviously there are negative stereotypes. You know, there's the stereotype of like how African-Americans are and how the media portrays, you know, mm-hmm. how Jewish people are, how, you know, um, Arabs and Muslims are. There's a negative stereotypes around them that, you know, especially after 9-11, people just have this thought that that's how they all are. Yeah. But, but white wanna, people. Uh, that's we're gonna mm. have a deep conversation about stereotypes. <laughs> white people, white Jesus, <laughs> he's not kidding. real. He's <laughs> <Right>? not real. <laughs> not real. <laughs> we'll start there. But I want to talk a little bit about the truth about stereotypes and why we are kind of afraid to embrace them, because I don't think there's anything wrong with some of those things. I, I mean, like one of the long-standing ones for Black folks is that we're late to everything, right? I I'm a very punctual person. I mean, we all are late at times, but I'm like, everyone's late, but like, I've never understood why black folks have been traditionally known as being late. You know what? I've never gotten that. I got to say for 400 years when you're forced to work on time. Okay. I think we're allowed to show up a little late if we want to. That's, I'm glad you said that because that's kind of what I felt like when I had, (laughs) when you mentioned it, I mean, that's the one that bugs me the most. And I feel like, yeah, damn it. I'm going to be late now. (laughs) I don't care. Like I'm, I'm, I was forced to work. Now I'm going to be late. Speaking my truth. (laughs) <laughs> speaking my could you imagine though if somebody said that i wish somebody would say that to the boss you are always late it's like yes well my ancestors and just what could you imagine could you imagine oh i get to be late now but i mean what are i mean what are some other stereotypes about african-american people good at sports is that but there is truth behind there that. is a lot of truth behind that yeah i mean yeah so the, okay, there's a, right? there's, there's a science even behind it with how African American, specifically males, are built. So it's funny because I remember when Johnny was it Johnny the Greek or Jimmy the Greek, back way I, I think I was a kid when this happened. I don't I didn't remember it happened, but I remember he got fired for talking about how blacks their DNA. I think he's I think you guys like an extra two muscles. And he was being jo- he was joking, but it's like we have extra muscles in our legs that's causing causing them to run faster and jump higher. Mm. And he got fired for it. But I'm like, wait a minute, there is. Factual DNA to right. suggest that like West Africans are built differently and are faster than most other ethnicities. So mm-hmm. I don't understand why we would get upset with that. I but th- honestly, because it treads into dangerous waters that are eugenics mm. that were, True. I mean, True. honestly, 
yeah. in the last century. There's even you could you know you you don't have to scratch too deeply to dig up some like faux scientific studies on how people are like actually just formed differently. Um, there's some book, great books about it. You know, like it's it's not even people from Africa. It's the Irish. You know, like looking at like oh, this mm-hmm. is how you know these Irish people's skulls were you know like uh, were uh, malformed or just formed differently, and like mm-hmm. so this means that they they're dumber and X Y and Z. Mm-hmm. So like that type of, I get that like that's something that's you know arguably a positive. Like wow, you are more athletic. You can do you you don't get injured as much. You can jump higher. You can right. run faster. This right, is great. Right, right. But like right. it's if it's one thing, then like. What about the other? Are, are you opening sure. a door to something that is an a, an awful uh, bit Assumption of fake or, science? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think the other thing that I find interesting is that I think we're all kind of formulaic in a sense. Like I don't know if you know, John loves him some Black Twitter, <laughs> but there was this one thing um, on Black Twitter that was trending. It was like, you know, you grew up black when, and it was black people from all around the world mm. that had similar upbringings, and we have no connection to each sure. other. So I, I almost feel like some of these things. I don't know if it's because you know we see it in the media or we see it on television or whatever, or it could just honestly be a part of our DNA that there are certain things with certain cultures and certain races that are just part of us. Yeah, I mean, there's things we're privy to that because of our ethnicity that we just like, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think when it becomes a like caricature of that group, and then sometimes it's the person who doesn't have that same experience gets mad about it, like, "Oh, I didn't right. grow up like that, so why do you guys, you know, right. blank, a blanket statement on all of us?" But yeah, but a lot of us like the same thing. Okay, maybe right. you're the one exception, <laughs> right. but of right. a lot of you know, I what do you? I mean, like, I. I think it's probably just stems from people saying, like, if I tell you, oh, look, I saw this great movie, Carmel, you wouldn't really like it. Mm. It's like, well, what what are you talking about? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I think I know enough of you that, like, you, you just don't like it. Right. Um, or, you know, if Melinda, like, when she tells me to, like, empty the dishwasher or something, like, she, from past experience, she's, you know, probably thinking, like, I'm going to have to remind this guy. <laughs> You know, a handful of times before he does it. Mm-hmm. But do I remind him proactively? Because like, if he if she does that to me, it's like, well, well, why didn't you give me a chance to do this? You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's sure it's, it's stepping over what it's not giving someone a fair shot at something. Um, but on the it's it's assuming it's just, it's not yeah it's assuming um, it's assuming too much. Right, but right? You, but that's based on your experiences. It's like if you've experienced that from people. That you have no choice but to assume that, that this, sure. this is what's happening. But what if it's informed by what if I I didn't grow up around black people, right? right? Let's right. just say I didn't do that. I didn't know any or whatever. Mm-hmm. I see Which TV you or I see. <laughs> I knew I knew so many black persons. <laughs> um, no, but like uh, so if if that's just my if that's what was available to me. And then, you know, I move out here and it's like, and then I have that same thing, which is like in any other context, you wouldn't know if I, you know, grew up around people or people of color or not. Mm-hmm. But like, if I say something to you, that's like, well, this is, you know, like what, what I generally think is like, but when is that wrong? It's mm. honestly, for example, if you threw a party and you black folks were coming and the only thing you knew about black folks, man, I know they like Kool-Aid. <laughs> And you have to, can you imagine? And you have to, but you and, and you and your you're Ooh, trying right, to be yeah. so right, considerate, yeah, yeah. like oh, I know they like Kool Aid. Right. Brought out some Kool-Aid. what flavor? What red. Right? <laughs> you brought some red Kool Aid out. <laughs> now, oh my gosh, you would be getting the look, like right, right, yeah, yeah. But it's like well, he would, I don't. Do they still sell Kool Aid? I don't know. That's a oh, good sure. question. Oh yeah, really? they still pack some Kool Aid out there. Yeah, really, it's sure. still like in effect. I'm I loved Kool Aid. <laughs> so what's funny is, see, and I didn't drink Kool Aid really. That's no. funny. And like as a, a white person, you drunk. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's not Kool-Aid. It's sugar. It doesn't matter. Right. But yeah, you like Kool-Aid too. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because that, that becomes a black stereotype for right. some reason. But it's actually social economic. Like it's right. an affordable drink we oh, can drink. That's a very good point. What about so, those drinks in the little barrels? You know what I'm oh, talking about? Oh, the like the plastic, I, the, the plastic tips. Yeah, 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 I was all about those. Oh, we have yeah. those for sure. Those you get those at Costco. You get like, what would you go for the mom? Oh my god! I don't remember what they're called, but I totally know. I don't think they had a name. The plastic. They like, probably didn't have yes. a name. Just juice, right? right. <laughs> plastic juice. Get your plastic juice on. You want it cold or not? That's it. Plastic juice. Oh, that stuff was so good. Oh my god! But see, we all had that experience. Yes. I love that. Yes, I absolutely love the, that. I don't know why those things, experiences, become just black though. Right. That's the problem. And then you just associate that with black. 
And, and to our credit and discredit, we do hold on to some stereotypes and like blow them up. And that's what I was going to say. I feel like with a lot of races and cultures or whatever group are, you know, you identify with, like it's okay for you to say that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the minute anybody right. else does, oh, wait, oh, what do you yeah. mean? Yeah, wait, what? Like, black people be like, oh, I love me some fried chicken. And then people, some, let's say John, he's like, oh, black right. people love fried chicken. You'd be like, what? 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 Exactly. Yeah. We mean black, only black people. Everybody loves fried chicken. So it's like we're we're able to accept stereotypes in a certain way until mm-hmm. somebody else says it. Yeah, and I don't like that. And I I think we should be not so sensitive in that situation. Like, yeah, I do like fried chicken. And again, going back to the same scenario, if John if John had the Kool Aid out because he knows chicken. and the fried chicken because mm-hmm. he's really trying right, to be considerate because yeah. he doesn't and know. I love you guys. A good host. Right. He's just trying his heart out. Greens. Right. Y'all like greens. Okay. Oh my god. A right. lot of us would get upset yeah. about that because we think he's being condescending. He's stereotyping us. Right. But like that's all he knows. And right. again, that could be from media, and that could be from us talking so much about it. Right. But he right. Didn't, he didn't grow up around us. So right. what else would he do? Yeah, I do want to know, and I—I sh- I mean, I feel like I should know, but I grew up eating fried chicken, obviously. Mm-hmm. But where the origin of connecting fried chicken with black people came from? Because I know, like, with greens and like chitlins and things like that, like that goes all the way back to slavery times. Mm-hmm. I know that, but we didn't have no fryers <laughs> on the plantation, right? So, like, where did that come from? Well, and I think deep frying things, period, is of a, a French origin. They, mm. they fried a lot of their stuff. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know why that's connected to us now. Again, yeah, we didn't have, like, a bunch of, like, fryers in the South. But, again, it may have been a way of just, you know, cooking everything. That was just an easier way to do it. A lot of it has to do with poverty and slavery. Sure. Yeah. And true, so true, things true. growing up, we just kind of be – and we make stuff good. It's right. just horrible stuff. Yeah, it's, it's pig's feet. Or is <laughs> it it's just feet. stuff that's, like – Right. Yeah. It's the innards of a yeah, pig. We're right. making it taste good. I don't know. How, we're just – we're crazy. But, like – We're magic. We are We are magic. <laughs> that's fine. Our magic indeed. <laughs> Our magic seasoning. Which, speaking of seasoning, this is a stereotype about white people <laughs> yeah. that is very common that white people don't know how to season their food. Do you find that to be true? I, I don't... You don't really cook, though. I also don't... This sounds awful, but like... I. Where we live mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, like, I don't have the... I think of the... Honestly, a lot of the white... St- if you are like when if you you know are on social media and you see like a starter pack for something you know mm-hmm. like and the, the the white person's starter pack would have a bunch of different um, characteristics of people that I don't really encounter day to day because yeah. I think of them mostly as like a suburb thing mm-hmm. honestly sure um, I, I could you could just go down a checklist for that stuff and like that you know allergic to seasoning essentially mm-hmm. like I don't see that in Los Angeles but also like I hang out with you know, our mutual friends yeah. who are people of color yeah. who are, you know, or they're white, but like they're, they're just not, Basic. at least they could be, you know, <laughs> cut from that slice of life, but they're not practicing. Right. Yeah. Oh I think, gosh. I think that's, that's a white American stereotype because if we look at true white people, yeah. Europeans, a lot of the best food comes from France yeah. and yeah, yeah, Italy yeah. and Germany. So I'm like, yeah. they, they don't have a problem seasoning food. I, I think, think John will challenge you on Germany food. Though. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 well, it's, Some, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the one, the stuff that I had, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, some people like, but you know, yeah. they know how to season it. Maybe it's not my seasoning, but right. like, but right, right, I think right. we're talking about a, a, a subculture of a white America yeah. that doesn't season food. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I don't know what. Maybe because they're used to cooking stuff out of boxes, like hamburger helper and macaroni and cheese and stuff like that. Convenience type stuff. Convenience, right? Hmm. Maybe they're saving it for date night. <laughs> really working on <laughs> that bit one of hot sauce on Friday, recipe. right? Yeah, yeah. We don't have this every day. Oh, see, you put hot sauce on everything. I know. I'm that. He yeah. literally, and I'm. I mean this. When I say he puts hot sauce on everything, he hasn't even tasted the food that I've cooked yet, yeah. and he's just drenching it in the hot. No, sauce. No, which hot sauce? Which one? I'm actually, I'm open. Really? Yeah, really to a is. lot of them. Because there's Crystal, the Crystal Blue one. There's uh, the Louisiana hot sauce. Louisiana loves good. Louisiana. Okay. Yeah. I've okay. That, yeah. Yeah. But I see. I don't. I don't get down. With hot I keep sauce it in like my purse. That. Really? I don't not like it, but like he loves it. I okay. That's my thing. He's all about the hot sauce. So like right. on hot sauce on pizza. I would. Ooh, we don't but do that one. That's yeah. I. I. Yeah. You put it on a lot. A lot of stuff. But going back to those starter pack things, because those are all stereotypes. Yes. Yeah. And if right. you haven't seen those memes like floating on Facebook and Twitter, they're one hilarious. Two, we laugh because they're truthful. They're tr- yes. Right. 
every single starter pack. I mean, what are some ones that they've had? Like the let me speak to your manager starter. Yeah, pack. The, the, with the asymmetrical haircut, yeah. the like type of minivan, purse that they have, right. the screaming kids that are out of control. You know those type of people, and and when you look at just all types of groups, like. For example, when we see, and I hate to bring up like a somber thing, but most of the time when there's a mass shooting, we know what the profile yeah. of the person right. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could have that. And I've seen, I probably have seen a starter pack. For, for yeah. Like yeah. 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 Um, and, or for example, there's a stereotype or an assumption that like most people that are extremely homophobic are actually in the closet mm-hmm. and gay. And yeah, that mm-hmm. ends up happening. Like this just recently happened. One of the creators of conversion therapy that won one of the big, that ran one of the biggest conversion therapy um, uh, camps, I guess you'll call it. It yeah. sounds, sounds like a horrible word. Franchise. Fra- okay. I mean, it basically <laughs> was though, but like he just came out 20 years later after ruining so many people's lives as gay. But it's like, there's a formula wow. to these types of people. And I right. think there was even this, um, I think there was an article, but it basically said that like the highest percentage of people that watch like Pornhub basically are in the Bible Belt, and it's like, oh yeah, of course, mm-hmm. for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think w- with in connecting this with stereotypes, I think a lot of people are either afraid of them or resist them because there's because of the truth behind them. They almost want to like, no, that's not me, that's right. not me. So they push so hard, unless it's a it, positive right. thing. Right, right. For sure. You know what I mean? about athletics, blacks. Like, I mean, right. Like, when I walk into a gym to play Asians basketball, I, was gonna say, I, like, like, I like right. being picked first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, right. No, They'd I never see me shoot. If you, were a new, like, right. if you were a new student coming into my high school or something, they'd be like, oh, well, you start thinking about the basketball team. Like, where could we need help? He looks like a shooting guard. Right. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not going to be mad at that. Absolutely. Right. I'm not or like, an, uh, you know, someone of Asian descent that's just like, oh, well, of course he's in calculus. Yeah. You know? This actually just happened on a flight back here. I was sitting with Malcolm, who I consider my little brother and we joked about how we knew no one was going to sit in the middle seat between us mm-hmm. <laughs> because was it it's true? too black nobody sat between yeah. us right. and th- th- even though it's a negative it worked in our favor but you know that people have those thoughts am I lying? no am I lying? 100% I, and, and I, I kind of would have been okay with it too good no right. one's sitting here fine That's it's like you are making assumptions about me you you know, right. Do what we, you gotta I do. Mean, we there might be times when you, you do know. want someone, not necessarily next to you on a flight, because it's right. you know, like not great. But right. if that's if you multiply that situation in other contexts, mm-hmm. like that's it's gonna hit other times too. So how do we eventually embrace these stereotypes about ourselves? So how do we break them? Embrace them. Embrace them. I think honestly, I think comedy well, why is. Why do you need is, to embrace it? Because well, I just think people are. So we're not of so it, offended and, like, and getting people get yeah, like upset about yeah. it. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. just uh, we're at such at a point where it's just like everything is offensive, and it's like no, like laugh about it. Like there are certain things about who we are as people that are yeah. truthful, and, and it's funny, that and makes it's fine. Carmel's like finish your sorry. Yeah, with the comedy. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. comedy is the way to do that because I think one, again. Comics hit on everybody. I think everyone should be okay with being a target because then we're all in the same boat. Yeah. We're all getting hit. But like, if it doesn't apply to you, just laugh at it and move on. Like, I don't like. That's a very good point. Bad credit. Blacks you. have bad credit. I'm like, no, we all don't. Right. And like, I don't. So if it doesn't apply, I don't have to get mad about it. Mm-hmm. I can just move on. But when people will sit there and get so upset about it and offended, I'm like, if it doesn't apply to you, whatever. And if it does apply to you, if it's negative, you can change it. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be your story. Or I, if if it's if it's not again, just move on. I this is uh, the the role of comedy. I think is it's it's really interesting to me. I I obviously like you you watch stand up comedy growing up or something, but like I don't know if it was just you know above, over my head or something. But I feel like especially in the last few years, comedy is so much better than what I remember it being. Yeah, and I don't like is that just a symptom of the current environment or something where it's like because I honestly like uh chris rock can tell me more truth than i can hear anyone else mm-hmm. you know or, yeah, or bill burr yeah, or yeah. Nation, any of these people mm-hmm. um it's just like it's it's insightful commentary i think that like everyone else is just gun shy or yeah. something yeah. i think a lot of it is accessibility because like yeah. back in the day we didn't have yeah, yeah, a yeah. thousand channels to For see sure. a thousand com- we had cbs with bob hope or right. george burns and that was it like no one knew about dick gregory and the stuff he talked about right. back then um and then i think like George Carlin, maybe the next guy right. that was kind of the, the woke yeah, yeah, um, yeah. comedian. Now we have a plethora of platforms for them to speak on, so we <clears> see more <throat> of it. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, I know people look at Richard Pryor as being like probably the greatest. I was never really a fan of Richard Pryor. Yeah. I mean, he was before my time, but going back and looking at it, it was it was okay. It wasn't my, my type of humor. Right. So I look at you know 
how did I miss some of the guys back then? Like I said, like a Dick Gregor, George Carlin, and mm-hmm. now looking at Bill Burr's and and uh, and Dave Chappelle's, the things they're saying, I'm like, why aren't we talking about this before? I like, know. Why is it so prevalent now? So do you think it's accessibility, or do you think there's just more source material now? I, I would imagine the material is about the same. I mean. Racism yeah. and yeah. sexism. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm right. I, 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 no I wouldn't think that it changed, but some people might just think there's more material. I mean, like for example, you know, Dave Chappelle went in on example like the transgender community. Mm-hmm. It's more of a thing now than it was back then, right. for sure. But I feel like if yeah, you're a Dave Chappelle, if it's not transgender, some it's something else that will just pop on the scene. Too. Sure, and, that's, and this too. that's this special. You know, before yeah. it was something else. So I think he, you know. Yeah, there wasn't an LGBTQIA community back in the sixties and seventies. Um, they they were just they didn't have it's their not own as, yeah. they didn't right. have as loud of a voice. Exactly, but then again, right. it's because there wasn't that many platforms. So now again, it's also like because there's more places for them to speak about. I, it's more targets for a comedian. Now, okay, you're out. True. I'm going to talk about you now. You're coming out. Okay, I can talk about you. Yeah. So that's why I get upset with these groups who get mad that they're targets when you are making yourself a target. <laughs> <laughs> you want us to see? Oh, I see you now. Right. Well, I'm going to talk about you. So, like, if you don't want to be seen, stay down. That's a very good point. I mean, it's the same with like feminists and, and women's rights groups and everything. I mean, there's always been fight for women's rights, but now it's like this weird shift <laughs> that's yeah. like they're really loud now too. And so, you know, Bill Burr, he's he goes in on them all the time. Do you think also this is? Uh, I don't want to get too far afield, but. <clears throat> The ability to just, if I'm, you know, if I'm a part of one of these groups, if I'm a, a woman and I'm a feminist and this is who I am, if, and I do make myself heard through Twitter or something, like, I can just go in there and, like, speak my piece and just go off on someone and then just shut it down. I don't have to respond to anything. No, you're right. You're right. But they do. Mm-hmm. They Absolutely. do. And that's, that's the, pro- like, I've gotten in several arguments with people on different things and they're like, well, I will never forget this guy told me, I'm just saying what I feel. I'm like, right. on social media. <laughs> right. Social media. Yes. Like, you you didn't have to respond to me. Right. You also didn't have to post it. But this is what's supposed to happen here. It's like, the bottom says comment. And yeah. I'm commenting. Right. Like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, what are you getting mad for? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, like because you, your comment doesn't isn't in agreement with what they're exactly. saying. That's right. why. Yeah. People never want you to disagree with them. Right. On social media, and the minute you do, it's like all hell breaks. Like, what are you doing? This is my page. I'm not right. Not your me. page. I so, know. Like, honestly. <laughs> oh, you of yes. all people all know. People yes, know. you do. I mean, if I put one foot out of line with anybody, Lord have mercy, they'll start. Talking about my hopes, my dreams, my family, right. my dog. It's like, geez. So was all of this just like, one, you know, be mature, don't be an asshole, like, just speak, have converse, you know? Because, like, that's how do we embrace stereotypes? Or, like, how do we just not get so prickly? Yeah. This is like, is that just like, just chill out? Yeah, but I think, and I say this all the time, I say this about racism, I say this just about life experience. I just think surround yourself with other people. And people yeah. that aren't I, like you right. in other cultures and stuff. Because, like, the re- the stereotypes are created because I think there is a majority. Like, if you were to do some sort of survey with black people, let's say about fried chicken, it'd probably mm-hmm. be, like, 80-20. 80% mm-hmm. yeah, of people easily. like fried chicken. Yeah. There's going to so, be the little lonely right. vegan by themselves, me. <laughs> and then a couple other people yeah. that don't, you know. So that's why people can make that assumption. But hang out with that 20% so that you well, can get a different right. perspective. I guess you know? so this is, like, my theory on all this stuff is, mm-hmm. like, it's it's honestly, it's just... As, you know, as human beings, probably at any stage in our lives, we have so much information thrown at us. And so you look for shortcuts. You look for mm-hmm. rules Amen of thumb. So, like, that's in this true. sense, it is like, you know, it's the same. I could look at the clouds and be like, well, yeah, that's probably going to be rain. You know, it's like, yeah. is it actually going to be rain every time? It's like, <laughs> no, but it's helpful because, you know, 80% of the time, it's going to rain from this. Yeah. So I'm going to bring an umbrella. That's a good um, point. So in that sense, and it's honestly, it's just from having imperfect information. You are not going to, if I see, if Carmel tells me, you know, like, of, you know, 30 movies, I know he's loved or hated or something. And then I see something, it's like, Carmel, you probably won't like this. You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that's, but that's taking the time to do all of that stuff. But like, it, I won't know how he's going to react to that. Right. There's right. just no way to do any of that. Right, so right, like right. in the world of imperfect information, you come up with these rules of thumb, mm. which are stereotypes. And that's like, <laughs> yeah. and that's like, and like when it, when it hits, it's like, so it Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. You can just, you can distill people down into, you know, like little postcards for stuff. Yeah. And it's honestly, there, there are some benefits to having rules of thumb like that. Because, like, it's, again, like, the, let me speak to your manager. If someone, you see someone in that haircut or something, it's like, well, like, 
who would choose that one if, if you don't have like a chip on your shoulder or something, you know, oh or like, or you, yeah, or in this certain, uh, you don't have time to do your hair, right? Like, I, I get that stuff. There's certain stuff where, where that's helpful, and other times, like when when people don't know why that's helpful. Mm-hmm. For instance, like they've done studies about like if you actually if if you grow up regardless of socioeconomic status or anything else, like if you grow up within you know like two blocks of like an institution of higher learning, your chances of like, you know, attaining greater um, achievement in the, in, in education in your life are like much better. Higher, yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. an odd, it's like, well, I don't know why that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's a rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Is it always going to happen for little Timmy? Like, Probably. no, he no. could flunk right. out or whatever. But like, if it's true 80% of the time, that's, that's how it is. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that should be okay. Right. That should be okay. So when it's not, don't get mad. That's the, I just don't understand why we get mad about it when it doesn't work. Because, yeah, 80% of the time, okay, it, it makes sense. Like, And I, you said you talking about imperfect information. I think that's where I or like an older generation who are now stuck in this social media era but still kind of have the old ideas yeah. of growing up in the 70s and 60s. Yeah. And so like those thoughts. Honestly, I th- that's, that's one thing. So another thing about – um, just assuming things mm-hmm. um, is having that be reinforced. Because there's a time like where if, if I'm a comedian and I'm playing on a stereotype or something and I say like, oh, you know, um, I, I don't know. Uh, white people, you know, they, 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 um, they're way too tall or something. But like it's whatever time in the they future where it's just like we're not tall. Like it doesn't, <laughs> you know, like that's not funny. It's, right. it's, not, it's not accurate. So like yeah. you can grow out of that stuff. But it's also, I think, because of the prevalence of if everyone thinks, if everyone adheres to that 80-20 rule of mm-hmm. like this stereotype's true 80% of the time, mm-hmm. then even when it's kind of not true, you have the kind of the older generation. And now who are, who still reinforce that? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when that's in, in like the, the, the bad stuff, right, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, this is a person of color. If I see them on the news, it's probably for a bad reason, mm-hmm. you know? And in that sense, like that... It, what role does that play to reinforce it? Because it makes it seem it's it's an availability bias, right? Saying yeah. like, well, it must be true because I see it on there, and that's exactly what I thought it was. Right. right. You know, it's like, but that's actually not the case. But you guys are reinforcing it, and that's like, and that's again when someone pops up on Twitter, it's like I can do all this stuff. It's like, and it you you see you you go to the loudest voice in the room, which is usually people who have a loud voice aren't saying nice things no. at all. No, trust me. Rarely. Well, I'm loud. Rarely. There. When you're talking about like when you see a black person on the news, for example, right. it's probably for a bad reason. It's like, well, they, they want to keep those stereotypes going. Right. They don't yeah. want to change the narrative. No, no they, don't. they don't want to change it at all. And I, right. I've, told, I've had this conversation with my mom who comes from that older generation about this. And she's like, well, why would, why would, why would they care? It's media. You're obviously getting worked up about it. There's an agenda behind everything you see on there. And she, I think I mentioned this on a podcast before about how she was talking about Russians. Mm-hmm. And like, when have you encountered a oh, Russian? Shifty Russians. Right. right. <laughs> oh like, how do you have an opinion? You know what they say them? about Russians. Yeah, it's like, how do you have an opinion on this? <laughs> yeah, like, what are you talking about? And oh she was gosh. going off about Russians because of what was on the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. Can you actually experience one first before you have this whole mentality right. about who they are and what they're doing? I'm like, Mom, you. It's the news. This is still entertainment. I get you feel like this is truthful, but it it's showing you this for a reason. It's creating some kind of emotional yeah. response from you because they want something. So just think about the people you've actually experienced and go off based on those reactions. We talked about, uh, you mentioned Arabs and Muslims. Mm-hmm. And my mom was saying the same thing. You got to be careful about Arabs and Muslims. Like, and I asked her, have you actually experienced an Arab or a Muslim? And she goes, yes. I remember I actually worked with a girl at this hospital I was at for a few years. She was the nicest person. I'm right. Like, you're like, then what are you so talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> like exactly, <laughs> right? But you're going based off the media and this again caricature yeah. of one incident that yeah. happened that may be connected to possible the Arabs that you may have not even right. mentioned in your whole life before, and the one person you've actually been around, right? Yeah. Was so it, yeah, yep. it's yep. it's it's bridging that gap between you know imperfect information and, and learning more about learning more about the person. It's the same thing, honestly. When you have um, a family who's Traditionally, like, you know, they don't support gay people or something. Right. But then, you know, lo and behold, there's a good chunk of, of people who are in the population who are gay. Right. right? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's how things have been it's throughout time. Is, yeah. You're going to get one in your family. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when they do, it's like, well, I mean, yeah, I don't like gay people, but like, 
Amy, she, she's nice. She's you know, right. like, yeah. This is yeah. fine. Like, yeah. I get it. Her girlfriend's different. Like, right. It's a. <laughs> like, okay. It's an odd. So like, I. But I, that's how a lot of people respond in general to races. Like, so many times growing up, like, oh, you're not like those other black people. Right. Like, what does like, that mean? And what? who do you, you know? know? And who do you know? <laughs> right. That's what you know. Yeah. And so that is. I know a Russian black person. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never seen or heard of. A Russian black person. A Russian black. I need to find this. Um, I'm I'm interested because I I feel like I've seen black people in a lot of different right in a lot mm. of different countries, but a black. But Russian, how many Russians do you see? I, I've had experience with a few in my life. Yeah, all been pleasant. Right. Growing up, <laughs> great all people. been pleasant. Great all great people. people. <laughs> uh, Wonderful. But great growing people. up, our gospel pianist at our church was a Russian man. He, he said pianist? pianist. Pianist. Thank you. That's what I said. Okay. It if it sounded when like you, something yeah. else, sorry. It was close. Um, our piano player yeah. at church, he <laughs> nice. was Russian, and he just had a passion for gospel music. And right. he was one of the best gospel piano players I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Great experience. Lovely man. Right. You know, Russian, there. But then, you know, you have the stereotype of, like, Russian dance teachers that are just evil. And yeah. then you see that on TV, and you know what I mean? Right. They exist. Mm-hmm. They're not all like that. And again, yeah. look at what's the entree to, to, to this stuff is, well, well and I saw on a TV show that... <laughs> Exactly. And right. the media yeah. and television and entertainment, they right. influence so much of our opinions. Right. And now that's social media. And now people yes. go to Facebook and see a link to a picture of a post, and that's yeah. a complete satirical site, and think it's true. Think it's true. Right. They don't do the research like, or go can out you and have Just look at the link own. itself. I, mean, I don't get how people don't look at the link and see this is not a real website. but that, And then people are commenting about the thing they're right. seeing on there. I'm like, you guys, this is and not just real. T- yeah, they take it so seriously. I love it when people there's there's threads or like subreddits or other things devoted to people um, commenting on onion articles as if they're real. <laughs> those my those favorite. are your favorite, and, and they great. get like <laughs> yeah outraged right. yeah. about some of this stuff. And right. I'm like, yo, so you know, writing this is my a senator, fake site, right? Like, where right. have you been? <laughs> like a thing. Where do have that. you been? Please do that. I don't know if you guys know of um, this man named Daryl Davis. Have you heard of him? No. He did this documentary. Pretty generic name. <laughs> now, I think I, I went pro- to I middle school with him. <laughs> uh, he was in fourth when I was oh, in Oh, Daryl. Daryl, yeah. You know Daryl Davis. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Pay for the Mets in 83. He was a pianist sure. at my church. <laughs> you know the same Daryl. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, okay, Daryl Davis okay. is a black man. He's a musician. So I'm the South. And he did this documentary where he went and met with members of the Ku Klux Klan. Ooh, yeah. To, because none of them had ever met a black person in their life. Is this the guy who befriended? Yes. Oh my God, that guy's a he's a hero. He's a hero. Yeah, it's and like he changed dozens of so many yeah. minds because they were like, I had no idea. Right. Wow. They had all of these perceptions and assumptions based on stereotypes and based on things that they've seen of black people, and so he went and he would ask them one simple question: How can you hate me when you don't know me? And they couldn't answer it. Mm-hmm. They couldn't answer it. You should watch not. this. It's incredible. Some, it's all on YouTube. But I think when things like that happen more often, mm-hmm. then, you know, we, we might be okay in this world. Not yeah. to bring up, yeah. like, super current stuff, yeah, but there's do. a video of um, this woman in Eagle Rock, which is kind of a, you know, a hippie community in Los Angeles. Too current. Um, too current, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. She's in a yeah. CVS, and she was like, uh, she didn't... It was a tirade, but it also looked like a tantrum yeah. of of her saying how much she disliked um, people of color. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and, but Melinda went up, or she didn't. Well, no, I was asking Melinda, and she was like, "Melinda's like, what happened to you? Like, like how do you hate someone? Like that doesn't make." But like, it was just there was venom inside right, of yeah, her. Like, yeah. How did it get so deep rooted that you hate? Who do you know? Who <laughs> do what what? happened to you yeah and so it's just like if her whole life experience is based on one bad experience and now she hates all people of color because of that one person mm-hmm. well first of all that one person whatever you did right. like why didn't you just apologize but also like how did you let it get to this point like it, it's it was a serious you saw the video oh yeah it yeah. was a serious level of hate but mm-hmm. it, 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 i'm just surprised like what is it based off of what happened to you and what i hate sometimes is in you kind of mentioned this, John, about when you have the stereotype or this preconceived notion, and then something happened that confirms it. Yeah. And that what? So this woman could have had an idea about black for folks her whole life, and let's say that day a black person did something very, very probably to any of us very minute. 
No, right. not a big deal. But to her, it's Bumped huge. into her. Bumped right. into her. <laughs> Didn't offer her Kool-Aid. Right. right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is mine. Remember any Kool-Aid? <laughs> stole the last... She was at, at Vons, and he stole the last packet. Right. <laughs> God dang it. Whatever it was. <laughs> I knew I didn't like I you people. I hate you guys. <laughs> I can't have my lunch party now. <laughs> and that's it. And then that's this tirade from hers gets blown up. Mm-hmm. Right. Now we see this person going off and it kind of just continues this cycle of like, okay, you don't like us. Mm-hmm. When things could be going well, yeah. things could be getting better. Yeah. You know, our president isn't helping, but whatever. But things could be getting better. And then something like this happens that just brings it all back mm-hmm. again. I have a question. Hopefully so, we have an answer. Right. Mm. So the, it, it's, it's with, and this is me being a white person speaking to, you know, people of color. But I, like, use, I use a wave cap. That's what it is. <laughs> Thank you. That's my wave. Right? <laughs> oh, no. How those edges get so... <laughs> um, so we talked about like, you know, this woman's like, well, what happened to you? Mm-hmm, right. Or like mm-hmm. if, if you had one awful experience, like grow grow up. Right. right. Or mm-hmm. just, you mm-hmm. know, like be a fully functioning, thinking, questioning adult. As a person of color, if you have had awful experiences, you've heard it from your parents, and then you also, you're from the South or something, and you had bad experiences with white people, mm-hmm. is is it any different if you just take that as you're always on guard? Mm. I'm going to, it's a very good question, and um, I'm going to speak at least from seeing uh, my father as yeah. I, I grew up. He grew up in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and I never understood why he harbored such anger. And I don't want to say hate, but just such anger and, um, I guess, reticence mm-hmm. of white people until I got older. And then he finally opened up a lot of his stories. And I'm like, I completely get it. Like, why would you trust that race of people? You've seen people get lynched. You've seen people get beaten right. up. Mm-hmm. You you couldn't drink from a water fountain. You had to sit at the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. So I, when you have those type of experiences and the people that put you in that experience are white people. I personally cannot blame, especially older black people, right. for feeling that way. Yeah. Like, granted, yeah, we know that there's obviously white people that aren't like that. Hello, I married one. Right. You know, but I can't blame people, especially people from my dad's generation, for having those feelings. You can't, but because that I is get their that you life don't, experience. You don't blame them, but mm-hmm. do you think there's work that they could do? Like, or would you advocate that? You know what I mean? Um, Obviously, your dad was fine with me marrying you, right? So, like, it's not like I get that there's. It could just be, you know, I don't like white people, but you're an exception, right? Yeah, (laughs) I'm the the gay person in an extended family. That's like John's okay, okay. right? Right. (laughs) Those other guys, yeah. But see, and that's funny because like, my mom grew up in Oklahoma and Texas, Mm -hmm. and so you know, very much uh, a lot of racism down there. And when she came over here. Like, I kind of grew up with just the thought, you know, okay, here's this, here's how we act, here's how we move, here's how we do that. And we had several situations where we still got accosted by white folks. I remember, never forget being arrested or detained at an Albertsons uh, when I was like four or five, and they thought my mom was robbing the joint. I'm like, dang, she's robbing the whole Albertsons? Right. By herself? She just got off work. And the other day, she mentioned, hey, can you go to the store um, and get some... I forget what it was, something. And she mentioned this Albertsons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you want me to go to Al- that Albertsons? She didn't remember. She forgot. Really? I have never forgot that. I wow. would never forget I that. I would never, right? So right. for her, she's just dealt with this so much. To her, that was just like another. Uh, yeah, it's par for the course. This right. is just. Wow. And I, I, it's so, even to this day, I remember sitting in the back of the our car, police sirens, I could see the lights, I saw the cops walking by. So I didn't even see what was going right. on. I just remember being in the car. And to her, she's like, hey, can you go get some milk from the, from the store? I'm like, what? From that Albertsons? That's that the Albertson. most telling thing. Yeah. See, there's a level of PTSD I think that people don't realize that. Yeah, right. You have so many brush, brushes with death. They're yeah. like, well, what's, I'm not going to, you know, I'm still going to sleep tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, whatever. What am I going to do about it? And I know? think one of the issues I have, and this is a stereotype that I'm making about white people, but I, I feel like white people are so quick to lump one person and make them the representative of an entire group. Mm -hmm. But if any person of color does that about white people, it's always an isolated incident. And we shouldn't be stereotyping white people Mm -hmm. based on those situations. And I don't, like, I'm stereotyping white people by saying that they do that, but they do it. They do. It's very hypocritical stance to take, but I see it with everything. 
Yeah, I don't know what. I mean, is that too much to ask that you just give us the same amount of treatment? Like, yes, it is we look too at much each to ask. We've been asking for the same <laughs> treatment for I don't know how I long. Don't, like, right. yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, the <laughs> statement Black Lives Matter became controversial. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's, just, that's like, the same amount of treatment. It's right. not even the same. It's like it's starting. Like, we just want to matter. Right. right. It's like what Michael Chase said. He's like, that's where it's starting. Right. We just yeah. want to yeah. matter. We're not asking for anything else. Right. We just want to matter. And right. that was a problem. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, do you agree with that? I don't. Do you think there's I a mean, of hypocrisy with that? I I can't speak to white people specifically. I'm even though I am. I'm all together right. making you the representative. Right. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> That's okay. Touche. <laughs> um, I think it's what people do in general. Mm. I could, again, you could think of the most mundane argument. Mm. It's like, and you could call me out for being hypocritical, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm failing to do the exact same thing that I'm telling you to do. But you're like, and you're like well, why didn't you, you know, I don't know, pick up after yourself. Well, I was in a rush or I, I wasn't feeling well. It's like, well, why is there an exception there? You know, like that doesn't, mm-hmm. if you're going to make it apply, make it apply. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, what I'm saying is like, it, it's an easy thing. It's, it's just looking for, it's just, it's dodging. How do you dodge um, a charge? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, what about like stereotypes that aren't as, I guess, for example, Polish people are stupid. I've never understood that. I've like, never heard that. I've never <laughs> heard that either. Polish, if I, because that country's been through so much, I yeah, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> load them Because <laughs> I know stuff. I've always heard like there's a um, what do you call it? a gag gift in Spencer's like a Polish puzzle. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. one piece. Yeah, so oh, no. Yeah, I've seen always there's, seen this like this gag about Poles, Polish people being dumb. I'm like, interesting, like, right? Where did that come no, from? Uh, it's it's it it's a really interesting. Different parts of the country, of our, our country, and also just different parts of the world and at different times. I'm sure there's a book or several books that are, you know, can, can explain or just lay this out, on, honestly, for like amusement's sake. Because mm-hmm. we are also living in our time where we have certain things that, you know, like we think are stereotypes. And yeah. like in 100 years or if anyone is still around, mm-hmm. um, they'll look back and like, oh, my God, people thought this of people, right. of, of these yeah. particular people. So like there was a whole... Um, there was a whole stereotype around Danish people back in the day, like when, um, you know, like uh, when New York was like essentially like New Amsterdam, right? Mm-hmm. But like, you ever heard like going Dutch? Yeah. yeah. Right? Or th- that's that comes from that, which is just like Danish people were really, really um, stingy. stingy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or, you know, like things that they made, you couldn't trust them, you couldn't work right. There was a whole bunch of phrases related to that. Um, then now I'm like curious about other phrases that are like that, and I want to like look at the origins of it and like how get, like it came from a stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. right. Yes, there, there's yes. another one. Yes, um, yes. It's it's in every uh, you know or Indian the, giver. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Stuff. Isn't yeah. that this stuff to me is fascinating? And like, I mean, obviously, we probably should retire <laughs> those expressions for sure. Right. For but sure. But like, but but like, if I say like, hey, you know, like, or if you talk about a date you went on, it's like, oh yeah, we went Dutch. Like, that's not negative in any sense. But yeah. like at one point, it it completely it was, was a negative thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. It's a it's an interesting um, the Polish people specifically. There's like in Los Angeles, I Is there I don't a Polish know community in if Los I, Angeles. I'm sure there are because there's, there's you know yeah, there's so many people. But like yeah. in in Chicago, there certainly yes. is a Polish yes, community, yes, yes, and yes, it's yes. like and you have. Um, you know, uh, the, the people probably think of pe- Polish people in Chicago a lot differently than people think about Polish people in other parts of the country. For sure. And it's, everyone has their own, like, you know, for, for like, uh, in everyone has their own and I'll just stop there. Yeah. 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 So I know another term that people are, don't use cause they know it's offensive, but don't know why it's calling Asians Oriental. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I was explaining this to someone the other day, like the word "orient" just means like a basis, a place of orient, like where you orient orient yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, why is that offensive to Orientals?" Well, one, that's it's not an ethnic designation. It just means actually where trade started. Mm. They considered the Orient that's where trade mm-hmm. with silk and the silk road and all that stuff. So he's basically making them a commodity, right? Like a business. Uh, so that's I'm, I'm basically you're not I'm not people exactly. Gotcha. And they're like, "Oh my God, I've never heard of that." Like, well. Because we stopped using it, one, right. but then no one actually talks about the history now that it's gone. But, like, there's so many things in our history in terms we just use, like, no big deal. Whatever. And my mom still says Oriental rugs, and she can't help it. So it is what it is. Right. But, like, there's so many terms like that that start from somewhere that are stereotypes and are negative, but then eventually we just kind of put them in our lexicon and just keep using them. Indians. So, yeah. 
Well, yeah, I, they're not like, which one are you talking about? It's, like, well, are you, it's, the, it's like, the worst one. Ever. I can't stand it. I know. Right, yeah. It's like they're Native American. Yeah. Actually, Indians and, are from India. Actually, and then real Indians yeah. are not Indian. What are they? Nah. Their actual country is called Bharat, not India. Okay. If you ask Indians, sorry to say Indians, from <laughs> India, the official name of the country is Bharat. India, Was it a country then? Yeah. So India is a British term. They named right. it that yeah. after the Indus River. It was a colony. Mm. Right. Mm. It was a British colony. But the real name is Bharat. So even mm. the real Indians aren't called Indian. Right. But that's what they call themselves that's now. Because they have no choice. <laughs> right. The Brits came through like, you're Indian. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Well, right. to bring right. this full circle with the weeks and whatnot, it's like, well, our measure of everything, our measure of, ask anyone around the world mm. what year it is. Yeah. It's a Western thing. It's like, you know, this is this year. <laughs> it's it's 2019. This yeah. is, yeah. Deal with it. Yep. Deal with it. Well, I want to end on a happy note. So, <laughs> okay. um, what is one of your... Don't judge people. Well, yes, don't judge people. But we're going to judge people right now. What is one of your favorite stereotypes that you've ever heard? And it could be about yourself or a different group. I'm just curious. Yeah. Oh, favorite stereotype. It's kind of funny. You're like, it is kind of true, actually. Like, it just is. Um... So for me, I often get I don't speak black. Mm. I don't I don't sound yeah. black. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Which I did a whole blog on that. Yeah, yeah. And I I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool because I don't, I don't want to sound whatever you de- determined to be black. I want to sound like me. I want to sound mm-hmm. like Um And I and I grew up in Compton. That's if that's you want hood or whatever. I grew up in a, in a, in the hood, but I think I also just hung around a lot of people that mm-hmm. were different that mm-hmm. spoke different. Like I speak pretty good Spanish. I'm working on speaking Arabic. I'm, you know, I've been around a lot of uh, Asian folks, so I have other like senses of like the way people sound and different cadences to determine how I sound. So to me, that just sounds like I'm a well-rounded person. Like sounding black sounds like I only associate with black people. So Hmm. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Okay, John. I have a question though. Like if you this is just like I'm not even thinking this through, but like (laughs) you like. The fact that you don't sound black, or like you know, whatever that, people that's something. Think black but like, is. is even liking that? Like, I like that that doesn't apply to me. Does that just reinforce that you know, like it doesn't apply to me? Which means I I acknowledge the existence of Exa- it. Yeah, in general. I do. I acknowledge. Yeah, I I know what they're talking about. Yeah, like, I know what the sound is. I've been around it, so I get right. it. But yeah, and I don't sound like this. So yeah, I, even if I reinforce it, if I don't, it's still there. Right. So I mean, what, I'm not gonna put like it's not. But there. I just think with that. People think that there is only, well, because we're talking about the 80-20 thing, people think there is only one type of black person. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's incorrect. There are many types of there black people. There are two. There are two. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone sounds Jamaican? Oh, my God. Like, there's a definite It's an entirely Jamaican different, sound, right? And yeah. they're still black. And they're still black. Right. Yeah. I just think people don't really say that about white people. What? Like, the differences in white people. Like, what do you mean? You don't sound... As far as, like, what, like... For, you don't sound like you're from the South. Oh, right. So they'll give yeah, it yeah, that. Yeah. Like, oh, you sound mm. like you're from California. Yeah. Or you have a Boston accent. But like with black people, it's just, oh, you don't sound black. Right. right. It's yeah. like there's only one yep. dialect that black yep. people are allowed to speak and yeah. that is assigned to mm. them. And I, that is just so false. Yeah, I agree. Maybe we should start that then. Like you just say you don't have a Boston accent or from the South. Maybe we should just consider different black accents. I don't have a hood accent. I mean, we should. But like what's a hood then? You know what I mean? I, I get it. We you can know give what it I mean? a region. Like, There's a region the, that is the hood, though. That's <laughs> but like a thing. <laughs> it, right. I get it. But like, yeah. it's, yeah. It's an interesting, well, because like, it's, oh, wow, a Boston accent. Where is that? Geographically, it's in Boston, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you but just like, sounded Boston. You just Boston. But you went Boston. Yeah, it's in but Boston. There's yeah. a hood, you know, in in LA. There's one in, you know, I don't know, probably Denver. Obviously like Chicago. all of the, it's not a it's not a geographical thing. If it's not geographical, then it's uh, a cultural thing. I've never been more interested to know what a hood in Denver looks like. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really that's visually. I'm like, I know. okay, let's think about. What's a hood in Denver looks they like they're like it's not worth it. Let's go home. Right? No. Um, favorite stereotype. That you've heard about white people. What's um, one of your favorite starter packs that you saw? I'd have to think about it. Um, Actually, I saw one about like um, uh, someone like in middle school, the the kid who like 
knows all the answers and doesn't talk to people. And his little, like, you know, like, his binder and his, like, the specific kind of shoes. Like, I know this kid. You know that kid. And it's like, it's you could go to the school in Santa Barbara, in Compton, Absolutely. in Topeka, Kansas. Like, yeah. it's that kid. It's that kid. Yeah. I think, I'm going to reference the starter pack, too, but it's like, I don't remember what exactly it was, but it was like the white kid that listens to rap music. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> It's the shorts, the shoes, the hat, the drink that they have, and like the, the, I don't know, there was like, at the time, I think a CD or whatever, but it's like, you, that is exactly what that kid looks like. I guess, so it's, it's, I know that we're wrapping this up, but like the, the kid that I mentioned in Mm -hmm. the, in middle school or the kid you mentioned who was like listening to, you know, rap music Mm -hmm. back in the day. Like, you didn't have internet then. Like, how do you know that kid yeah. in Santa Barbara with the same kid that I, you know, went and, to school with? And that's, that's, what, yes. but that's what goes back to when I said I feel like there's, like, formulaic some things are in our DNA or right. something. Right. You it's were, like, yes. people who who grew, who were black and they grew up in, like, mm. in different parts of the world are like, I had this too. I had, it's like, Like, we wow. all use toothbrushes with gel to put our edges down. Like, why do we all use... I can relate crazy. to that. Did you say you could relate to I hate you. No, I, I can't stand you. But like, yeah, those yeah. I know the kid you're talking about in middle school. I can see um, him right now. You know the kid. You know the kid that was into hip hop music. We yes. talked about this before. This is this is awful. But Uh-oh. like there was a, a rumor that went around about Marilyn Manson. Oh yeah. And oh. that he had his ribs removed so he could yeah. pleasure himself. But like that Did you was hear that rumor? That was no. You didn't oh hear that wow. Rumor? You're the first person I met who didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah. So, this was pre internet. This is pre So I don't know how this stuff just spread. But people he were... in Topeka, Kansas heard it. I in Santa Barbara, California heard right. it. Pre internet. Wow. And it wasn't on the news. Right. So like yeah, how can't did we be. all <laughs> That's crazy. I turned so on Fox and Lord. How did we all find that out? Yeah. It's an odd Yeah. And it literally has nothing to do with it. It's a game of television. But it's just how, you know. In different, even growing up in different areas, like the only rumor about him I remember was that he was a kid from Mr. Belvedere. No, not Mr. The Belvedere. Old, the Wonder no, Years. No, no, no. The older, yeah, the old, no, the older brother of uh, Mr. No, Belvedere. There was the rumor that he was the kid in uh, was Paul, Paul from, Wonder, from Years. Wonder Years, which is just so no, funny. No, I yeah. thought it was Mr. Belvedere. No, but I loved Mr. Belvedere. That was a show, right? There. I don't know that what was Mr. Belvedere. Show. What you don't yeah. watch Mr. Belvedere? Uh-uh. Oh man. Don't get Melinda started on Don't, things I, I didn't watch. Uh, we're going to be here for a whole other podcast talking about all the shows that this man has not watched. And he no. won't watch them with me because he's like, the time has passed. I'm like, the time has not passed. No, there's it's a starter late. kit for me. I do I have a starter kit. It's filled with shows you haven't seen. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere's Evergreen. Uh, oh, this is one of my favorite podcasts. This was a good discussion. I like okay. it. Stop it. <laughs> my husband, ladies and gentlemen. Um... Please make sure you subscribe, like, comment, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. We are on iHeartRadio now. We are on Spotify. We, I know. We're on mm-hmm. iTunes Podcast. We're on Stitcher. We're on Tune Us In. We're out here, y'all. In, in. And we need to talk. So join us every Monday and make sure you let us know great what your thoughts. <laughs> I can't believe he just said that. He's a great start to the week. Um, second day, yes. Great start to your work week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> let us know what you think and join in on this conversation on stereotypes. And we will talk to you next week. Peace. Bye. And this episode of We Need to Talk is brought to you by Black Brew, the darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere.